The Bible Like It's Reality TV. Hey y'all, I'm Kristen. And I'm Janae. And welcome to the KJV Bible for Basics. Thank you so much for joining us today. Today we are spilling tea. Are you ready? Because here we go. All right, all right. We are back for episode three of Petty Jesus. Jesus. I feel like at this point, there should be some type of like Petty theme song or there something. There should. I don't know. We'll figure it out. You'll get it by episode five, right? Right. Okay. So this week, we're talking about one of my favorite people in the entire Bible because he's great. Um, we're talking about my homie, Peter. Peter, okay, real quick. If you don't know Peter, He's he thug. is the thuggiest disciple you've never seen, okay? Okay. Peter is your local uh, thug. For all things thug, thug-erific, is Peter. He like, is. he fights, he cusses, he, he cuts does. people's ear off. He's loyal to the homies and, like... So, and look... His passion right. for whatever he's doing, good or bad. Right. That's why I am Peter and Peter is me. Yeah. In my yeah. mind, Peter is fine too. Oh, absolutely fine. Yeah. I would I would have snatched that thing up. I didn't I don't even care he had a whole wife, okay? <laughs> well, I'm kidding y'all. I really am joking. Don't y'all come for me. It was a joke. Alright, so the story this week is called Mind Joe. Business. Mind your business, because we all need to learn it every now and again. Mind, Mind your, your business. business. All right, so let me tell you what was happening. The story um, is over in, in John 21, and basically, just so y'all know what's going on, Jesus has already died, and he's already risen. So he back, like legit back back from the dead dead. Back to back. And look, back to back, and he's, you know... Doing what what anybody else who would do who's been resurrected chilling with the homies. <laughs> what else would you do if you've been resurrected chilling Chill with, with the homies? homies. So yeah. he's walking around and he's hanging out with the homies and um, they had actually been fishing and so here comes here comes Master telling them, "Hey yo, throw your net out because they had been fishing and they didn't have any fish." So they throw the net out, and everyone's, like, mad confused at the moment. Like, nobody really knows who it is. And then when he says, like, throw the, ma- the, the net out, everyone's like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Is that Jesus? Right. He back again? Because this is, like, the third time that he showed up since he died and was like, hey, y'all, what y'all doing? And so they throw the net out. Um, they catch a bunch of fish. I think the Bible says specifically 153 fish. And because he's Jesus and, you know, whatever Jesus says goes, like, the net doesn't even break. So, they fish, they get back on shore, and now they're just chilling. They're about to fry a good old fish fry. Fish fry. Good old fish fry. They got all the food that goes with it, the greens, the macaroni, the cornbread. They about to throw down. And Jesus gets to talk to, to our thuggish Peter, okay? So, backstory, if y'all don't know... Peter is the same dude who (laughs) denied Jesus three times, okay? So right before Jesus died, he tells Peter, hey, you're going to deny me three times. And Peter's like, no, I won't, master. No, I won't, rabbi. I'll die with you. I'll die for you. And sure enough, Peter denies him. Three different people ask, like, hey, do you know that man? And he was like, nah, Nah. I don't know him. (laughs) Mm -mm. So why that's relevant to this story is because here Jesus and Peter are talking. And Jesus asked Peter, not once, not twice, but three whole gosh darn times, do you love me? And Peter, 
is like, yes, master. Yes, you know I love you. So every single time that Peter answers, Jesus says something back to him. So the first time he's like, if you love me, feed my lambs. Do you love me? And Peter's like, yeah. And he's like, well, then shepherd my sheep. And then he asks him again, do you really love me? Like, you for real, for real love me? <laughs> and Peter's like, yes, I do. And he's so upset because Jesus asked him this. And so he gives him this whole spiel. And he's basically like, well, then feed my sheep. And he goes on to, like, tell Peter just a really, like, what Peter's future is going to look like. Mm-hmm. That he's going to be, like, preaching. And he, he says something about, like, when you were little, you dressed yourself. And by the time that you're older, people will dress you and take you um, where you don't want to go. And what Jesus was doing was, like, hinting to Peter's death to come or whatever. And he finishes the whole little, like, spiel off of whatever it is that you're doing, wherever you are, follow me. Right. And you know what Peter says back? What he said? So, Peter looks back and sees that his little rivalry, rival, the the disciple John, there's a whole, like, ongoing rival with yeah. the two of them, which we'll get into another day. He gonna look back. He don't even respond to nothing that Jesus said. (laughs) Not a word. He going to say, well, what about John? What's up with him? What you got for him? What did my petty savior say? Look, and and your petty savior looked at him and was like, what's it to you? Why do you care? Why do you care care about what I got for John? I'm not talking about John. I'm talking to you. So I read this story and I'm weak every single time because he literally looked at this man and basically said, mind your business. Please business. Mind your, right. Mind your please business. Yeah. And it cracks me up every single time. So, Janae, what, when you read this story, stands out the most to you and how is it applicable to our lives today? First of all, I'm incredibly weak. This is hilarious <laughs> to me. Like, I lol for real. Like, for because, real. Because, listen, imagine, like, so many people I hear all the time, and I've been one of those people, too, is like, what's my purpose? What's my purpose? I need to find my purpose. Someone tell me my purpose. Yes. Um, Jesus literally, like, tells them, like, this is your purpose. This is what I want you to do. This is what I have you do. Like, in detail. And his response is like, okay, but what about the dude I don't like? Right. Like, bruh, if I'm having a conversation like that with somebody, I will be mad. Like, bruh, who cares? Like, that what? I'm weak. First of all, that makes me weak. And the second part that's very minor, but it still makes me laugh because I just have a wonky personality. I love the fact that, like, after they get the fish and they're, like, going to the shore, Jesus already had fish frying. Like, that's so <laughs> funny to me. He's like, y'all caught all them fish. Guess what? Eat breakfast. Yes. There's a fish right here. Because why? Right, I love that. He was like testing their obedience. Right, he made first of all, Jesus was a whole black mom and just like made them breakfast. Like you know, like when your mom you get in trouble or something like that, and then like instead of apologizing, your mom is just like, "I made you some food." Right, right. (laughs) 
Right. <laughs> they didn't get in trouble, but cut I just wanted to cut you out and beat you. And right. Says, I, need I need you. Some food. I need you. Some you food. hungry? Yeah. You want to go to the store with me real weak. quick? Like that's yeah, what I see so it as. And though they didn't, you know, get in trouble, get a whipping or anything like that, but it's just funny to me that he's just like, I made y'all some food. Like I just got resurrected. What do I want to do? Eat with the homie. So I'm gonna yes. cook so we can chill. Yes. Like that's funny to me. But anyway, so I love those two parts because they just literally just cracked me up because it's funny af so practically what that looks like for me for real for real is really just a big old mind your business Mm. like so many times i mean especially like y'all know i grew up in a church and for some reason i don't know if i don't remember like like consciously someone saying like saying this but i adopted this somewhere along the way and it wasn't until i got older that i like questioned like where did i get this from so i used to have a strong disdain for joe Osteen mm. and generally most mega pastors and i don't know where it came like i would avoid their teachings i never listened to their sermons if they came on tv i was like eh, whatever i kind of just never particularly cared for them i just thought not necessarily anything bad about them the person but just like i wasn't interested and i realized i had basically a bias towards them and when i got older i don't know what sparked it but really i really had to ask myself like where did that come from and i realized it really didn't come from anything and it wasn't even necessarily like true um so long story short i realized like i was wrong about basically every pastor that I had an issue with and I started listening to most of them and most of them to this day are some of my favorite preachers what does that have to do with this story literally it come like that's mind what I business. think of when mind your business like why are you worried about what they're doing and whether or not like they're doing you know teaching about God or teaching about God doing the right things Cause, because here's the thing God will expose you if you're not. Mm, like so word. many times we hear about, and it's unfortunate, but we hear about pastors and preachers and even just like people in regular jobs who are doing the wrong thing. They're, you know, taking people's money. They're not being honest. They're just plain old shysty, like just not even necessarily breaking like the actual law. They're just like not good people. But you hear about it all the time. Jeff Bezos mm-hmm. and like cheating on yeah, their yeah. wives and stuff like that. You hear about it and it's like, especially when it comes to like the christian world and the capital c church like why am i so focused on what this person is doing how can i be focused on you know my my own purpose like peter in the story he couldn't even focus on the good news that he just heard like about his purpose because he was so worried about somebody else and what they were doing with their purpose yes and it's like if he i'm not saying he didn't but like what if he like spent the rest of his life like following around john and continuing on this little like rivalry legit rivalry yeah he may have got had some competing the whole scriptures right Right. And so they may have had like he may have had some success and, you know, saved people and, you know, started a church and did all these things. He may may have even like walked in his purpose. But imagine how many more people he could have affected if like he was minding his own business. Period. Like you're so busy. And it just reminds me like even if you, for you, it's not a, a mega pastor. Maybe it's the girl on Instagram who has more followers than you. Maybe it's your your booze ex that you keep um, cyber stalking. Maybe it's that girl at work who always has just like the perfect outfits. Like whatever it is, like you're so busy comparing yourself to this person 
and worried about what they're doing that you can't even perform your job well like you've missed two deadlines already because you're just like trying to ask her and figure out where she got her her dress like what 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 website was it was it zara or like so for what reason you're trying to keep up with the joneses you're trying to keep up with megan's knees listen i am almost 30 i ain't got the knees no more and guess what that's okay <laughs> That's okay. Guess what? Me and my man ain't missing out on nothing because of it. You know what I'm saying? Like it. But if I sat there trying to like practice how to do the perfect TikTok dance, practice how to do, you know, the perfect whatever, I can't even do the things that I'm called to do because I'm too busy minding someone else's business. Like just like permit Patty and you know all the you know calling calling the police on all the black people who are just living their life. You're literally doing the same thing, but you're doing it with your purpose. Mm, That's so good. I love I love that. That is that is what stood out to me most um in this story too. Jesus literally goes on a like four sentence rant about like (laughs) what his life is gonna look like. And on top of that, one of the reasons that I pointed out like how many times Peter denied him and how many times that Jesus asked him, did he love me? It was Jesus's way of reaffirming his value. He was trying to show Peter, you know, you denied me three times and three times I'm allowing you to confirm your, your, um, loyalty to me. And it was like his way of reinstating and reaffirming Peter's place in the church and Peter's value. And that's why he asked him that three times. And then he tells them all of these, like, things and his last word is follow me and peter legit doesn't even respond to that he literally does not respond to that he don't say oh wow that's awesome oh wow that's scary oh wow can i do that oh thank you for like giving me the chance after denying you i love you he doesn't say anything he literally turns around looks at john who he'd been competing with since before jesus died and says well what about him Right, and that's and, how you know Peter knew John was listening yes, the whole time. Yes, because he was eating. John wasn't minding his business. Right, either. John wasn't minding his business either, and, and you know it just reminds me like like Peter was probably like, oh yeah, the whole time Jesus is talking, he's not even thinking about it. He's just like, yeah, John, you heard that? Yeah, John, yeah, you got yeah. that? See that's what I'm gonna be doing? All he was worried about. And just so y'all know, if you want to know the level of pettiness that is going on right now, not only is Jesus petty, but he's like good petty, and the disciples are like dumb petty because. <laughs> Because John, I'm reading in chapter John, um, or John chapter 21, right? John is the author of John. And every time he says his name in this scripture, he says the one who Jesus loves. He's literally in constant competition with Peter because if you actually read the scripture, Jesus talks to Peter more than John. Now, John was one of his like three, but him and, and Peter... Like, Peter's the one that he declared was going to put the the rock of the church and all of that. And he gave, like, Peter a lot of honor. But yet, John writes this entire book, and every time he says his name, the one who Jesus loved. Like, literally, in this whole little part right here, the one who had leaned back against Jesus at the supper. Like, John talking about himself, (laughs) leaning into Jesus. And so, Peter and John are in this constant competition, so much so that Peter can't even acknowledge what it was that God had said of, of him. Him or told him to do or asked of him. He worried about what John's listening to, and John's worried about what Peter got going right. on. And it makes me think of how many times in our own lives to God does God give us a word and we don't even respond to that word. Mm. We go, Well, what are they doing? Yeah. Or or I 
a week. But this even, person is doing the same thing, and they're further along. Right. And mm-hmm. he didn't even he didn't even take the time to say, I acknowledge what you said. Right. But he just straight ignored the, <laughs> the command. And I feel like it's just an accurate depiction of how we live our lives inside the church, inside of our, our yep. walk with Christ, and outside in our jobs, in everything. Every single thing that we do, we get con- like trapped in that comparison trap. Yeah. And... And what we need to do is, like, take heed to what, what you said, Janae, and what Jesus said. Mind your business. Yeah. Mind your business. Jesus' response, literally from the scripture, was, if I want him to remain a- alive until I return, what's it to you? You must follow me. The only thing that matters is Peter should have been taking heed to, I am responsible for following Jesus and nothing else. You know what I just thought of? What? Something crazy. This whole thing. Okay, so y'all, y'all know like Jesus had like disciples are his friends, but like his best friends were like the three. And John and Peter are both a part of that, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what that reminds me of? Like when you had a fr- when your best friend got a best friend. I hate when my best friend got it. That's what it is, though. Yo, that's why I mean, like you don't like your best friend's that's best friend. Proof that I am Peter. That is proof that I am Peter, y'all. Because you can ask Janae or any other of my friends listening how many times I'll text their phone, and be like, "Who you with? Did you have permission uh, to go out to dinner do with him?" You have oh. another friend, but I can have all the friends that I want. Correct. I am Peter, and Peter is me, and yeah. I'm not gonna mind my business. Right. <laughs> that's what it just. Reminds reminded me of like that like you just can't cannot stand and like if you've ever been in like a bad situation like it's all fun and games for the most part but like have you ever been in like in a bad situation like maybe you are the friend that they're fighting over or something like that you know what I mean yeah or even if you're not and you're just one of the other best friends like how much like tension is awkward because like both of y'all are obviously going to be invited to the same you know get togethers concerning this person and now you got to compete or you got to pretend like you're not competing but you really competing or you gotta look yes. what she wearing oh uh, you looking at her caption on instagram for your best friend's birthday and you like uh uh yeah but y'all wasn't friends for 20 years or whatever you know I what mean, i mean like that's big facts yeah that's big facts you know what i know though mm-hmm. look you know like my whole goal in life is to like be more like jesus right, right. and so anytime someone asks me a question that i don't want to answer i'm going to respond and I quote, what's it to you? <laughs> In the words of my Savior. What's it to you? What's it to you? I just really love this story, though, because it's one of, again, yet another story where I think, like, the, the attitude and the personality of Jesus gets left out of it. Yeah. He literally turns to that man and was like, mind your business. Yeah. Like, what does it matter what John's doing? It matters that I'm telling you to follow me. And I think that we love to leave out, like, the, the human emotion that Jesus was probably... Um, like speaking with in yeah. this this story and what we can learn um from putting our nose where it doesn't belong yeah absolutely and it really honestly this is one of the like the stories for me personally that like keeps me from participating in like christian gossip rags mm. if i'm being honest mm. because so many times like and this and it's so popular because it's you know everybody's obsessed with like pop culture and like celebrities and depending on what field you are or what you're you know even like if you're a nerd or whatever the case is there's celebrities in your field or whatever people who are well known is what i'm saying so even in the church they're well known like church people bishops pastors you know personalities those type of things and so often we think it's okay to like talk about them okay great this particular person this pastor whatever you know didn't do right and they cheated on their wife or husband but what's it to you 
Mm. Okay, this pastor did not do the right thing and you got church hurt and they spent your money on a brand new Benz. What's it to you? I think you mentioned it a couple weeks ago, Janae. Um, holding somebody accountable is one thing, but if you ain't got their number in your phone, yeah. you, can't, you don't have the ability to hold them accountable. Absolutely. Your little stupid little tweet is not going to be able to like, keep them keep them in check about like their heart. So mind your business. If right. you can't call them up and say, hey, brother, right. hey, sister, mind right. your business. Yeah, and I that's know so good. many of you will disagree with me on this point, and that's fine, but you're wrong. And here's the proof. Like, literally, I'm not saying that what they did or what they didn't do is not a sin or it's not wrong. Yes, it is, but let them be dealt with by God. Like, it's not It's not like God didn't see it and they're going to get away with it. And you know what I mean? Like, they obviously got exposed. So what is the point? And it really keeps me away from places like the Shade Room, which if you don't know, the Shade Room is actually a Christian um, Christian founded company. Did you know that? No, I didn't. The girl who There's started no it. way that I would have ever guessed Uh-huh. That. Oh. The girl who started it. And this is no shade. I'm not talking bad about. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shade, but no shade. Yeah, but I'm just stating facts. She She's a professed believer. And according to her story which is it's available on youtube if you want to listen to her testimony it's a great testimony um she talks about how like she started the shade room after she found christ Mm. and so you have to go look at it so you can so you can see all of her reasons and all of that stuff but she's a self-professed believer and we all know what the shade room is like and all of those things and so things like that um and there's even like ones who are like literally just about church people um I I can't even think of the name of the one dude who's very popular that does it but my thing is okay you don't like Michael Todd but why do you have to make a whole YouTube video about him because what's your heart behind it is it to get him to change because here's the thing if you're going to make a video or or make a post or make a tweet or do a TikTok about whomever that you don't know and you're trying to quote unquote hold them accountable did you pray for them yeah, did you pray for Did you pray that their heart would be changed? Because one thing that I found, and this is especially like since like since I got with my husband, is literally um, one thing I learned is that when someone else is wrong, or even if I feel like someone else is wrong, when I pray for them or pray about the situation, God either changes their heart or mine. Mm, that's so good. And there's been a couple times where yeah. I prayed, so I didn't you like something. Yeah, I didn't like something that my husband did, or I didn't like something that like happened or a situation. And I prayed and I was like, you better get your son because he getting on my nerves. And God was like, okay, but you. And showed me something about myself. And I was like, oh. That's so okay. Or he was like, no, I see why you feel that way. But like, look at it from his perspective. And here's why he did that. And I'm like, okay. And it gave me understanding. So before you go out and you say a mega pastor or a popular preacher, or even the owner of the shade room is not a Christian, make sure you pray for that person first, because you don't know, maybe your prayer is the one that changes their heart and they wake up tomorrow with a heaviness and they go, you know what? I did wrong. Or they change their ways or they change the way they do something or whatever. You don't know. We're as Christians, we're all supposed to be family. We're supposed to be holding each other accountable. But a lot of times we can do that through prayer. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. And and like she said, like God saw um God saw what they were doing. And if you don't have like direct access to them, it's likely that your opinion on on whatever it is that they did isn't going to affect them or change them. They 
they have a community of believers around them that are, are responsible for that level of holding accountability, not random posts or, or YouTube videos. Yeah. That it's not going to make the difference that you want it to make. And on top of that, so many of the, the people who are like attacked, it, it's not scripturally found your reasons for attacking them. Right. People love to try to throw like the Bible in there, but but more often than not when I read it, I see them quote holding these pastors accountable yeah. with scripture that doesn't exist. Yeah. Which brings me to my next point is it really like this I, I've never it never stood out to me like this before when I when I read this story. Um, but this really shook me this time and it just really like convicted me on like how we read scripture and what we do with it. All right. So in the story, when, um, basically, as I mentioned, like Jesus is telling Peter, like what his life is going to look like. And it's a, like a bit of a foreshadow of Jesus's death. And so Peter turns around, he's like, what about him? You know, what about John? What's up with John? And that's when Jesus says to him, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? You must follow me. And then the scripture goes on to say in John 21 and 23, because of this, the rumor spread among the believers that the disciple would not die. And this stood out to me so much because if you keep reading, the scripture literally says, Janae, but Jesus did not say that he would not die. He only said, if I want him to remain alive, what's it to you? And so here's this real live instance, because we talk about it all the time, but I guess I've never noticed that it's actually in this scripture, mm -hmm. this real live instance of people twisting the word of God, the word that comes from Jesus' mouth oh, yeah. for their own accord. And we do it in real life and that's a lot of what they do uh what we do to each other and what these people do when they hold the these pastors quote accountable mm -hmm. or call them out for their their preaching you're holding them a accountable based on scripture and you'll pull out scripture but you're reading stuff that isn't even really there or you're adding stuff in just like they did here jesus's point that he's trying to make is what does it matter if he's alive or dead it's not your business follow me that's the point that he's yeah. trying to make and they took that and they ran with it and there's this rumor going <laughs> going all throughout like um, the middle east at this point that this disciple is never going to die yeah. jesus never said those words and they're twisting what Jesus meant and his intentions in the context of the conversation to try to um, get get a point across mm -hmm. and we see we see it not as clearly and not as blatantly but we see it again in Genesis over in Genesis 2 15 through 17 is when when um, God is commanding them not to eat from the tree yeah and he says do not eat from this tree or you'll surely die well then over in Genesis 3 2 through 3 when the serpent's talking to Eve and Eve responds to the serpent when he's like did he really say that you can't eat from any tree mm -hmm. and she says no he said we can't eat or, or touch, touch. Mm -hmm. she added a part in that that God didn't say and that makes all the difference That's because good. There's plenty of things in this our natural world that we're not going to swallow, but we can touch. Yeah, you're not going to drink like 
I don't know, you're not going to drink your shampoo, but, <laughs> but you can put it in your hand to wash your yeah. hair. Yeah. And so That's her good. adding that extra word, touch, makes all the difference. And so time and time again, we take the scripture mm. and we pervert it and we take it out of context and we twist it and either take away parts that God said or add things back in there. Yeah. And when I read that, it really convicted me about my own life and just like personal conviction at what I read from the scripture we can do our absolute best to get it accurate but what I read from the scripture might not be exactly what you read and if it's not in there yeah then I'm not adding to it period yeah that's so good that's so 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 good and in, and even like the apostle Paul says something about it too I can't remember exactly where it is because y'all know I'm only 95 and a yeah, she's minus, the worshiper. Her yeah. husband is the Bible nerd. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but no, but Paul says that he basically they're asking him about like uh, false prophets, and mm. Paul literally says like, so right. He's like, are they teaching about God? Then it doesn't matter if they're false or not. You know, are people re- learning something new about God? You know, then what it, it reminds matter. me of how the saints be go wild over people like um, like Nicki Minaj being on a yes. gospel track or Justin Bieber yeah. releasing a gospel track or Kanye. You know, the saints went yes. wild. But the way that I see it is, if these unwashed, unsaved people who didn't care about the right. word of God turned on a gospel song for the first time in their life and heard cool. of, heard of, like, listened to a song about Jesus for the first time of your life, so be it. So Who is that on. hurting? It's not hurting anybody. And and it's not, it's not a, a misrepresentation of, like, who Jesus is if it's just a bunch of humans, like, mm-hmm. singing a song and not claiming to do anything other than sing a song about God. Yeah. And so that, that that idea that it's sinful and that it's like an abolishment and like the the artists that that do it or the artists that like put on with it are like sinning and going to hell y'all tripping no not y'all really tripping like let these people live and what mind Mind your business business. mind your business because here's the thing your purpose is never to monitor somebody else like nobody's purpose nobody but god didn't birth anybody to say your sole purpose is to mind everybody's business Mm -hmm. it didn't happen and it's never going to happen and it really just um what also speaks to me about this whole thing too is and this is a lesson that i had to personally learn so this is why i'm sharing it with y'all because if i feel convicted y'all gonna feel convicted too um (laughs) it's really you have to learn like who are these people talking to justin bieber is not talking to me why because i'm not i'm not a blonde hair blue eyed like tween Mm. and that's okay yeah but they need to be reached by somebody they're probably not going to be reached by me a 30 year old black woman like from the south like so who are they going to relate to first and a lot of times we need to realize like going back to the mega pastors and all that stuff too like listen they're not talking to you that's like they you're not their target audience so you not getting it or you not getting something from them does not mean they don't have no oil they're just not talking to you just like with john and peter like like john stood behind them and listened to this whole thing wrote john wrote down this whole entire petty conversation because probably most likely because peter got rebuked for nothing more right and god purposely set him up to write it so that he you know to be inspired to write it based off of his petty but guess what john 
He wasn't talking to he, you. He was not so talking So even to if you. John went and was like, yeah, God said all these different things, and maybe he regurgitated exactly what Jesus said, but it, if it was about Peter, it's not. he's not talking to you. And the same thing with these pastors. If you're not getting fed, you're not a part of their flock, why are you worried about what they're talking about? It's not. It does not matter to me. Like, there's a church, like, five minutes down the road from my church. Guess what? I didn't ask what the preacher preached about because he ain't talking to me. I didn't go to the service. So, so why good. does it matter? It's so so if you listen to a preacher, and it's sound you know bible and they're just teaching the bible but you didn't feel like you quote unquote got anything from it guess what they're not talking to you like I know I went through a season where I loved Michael Todd and listened to him every single week and literally I remember God talking to me and telling me like hey just so you know he's no longer talking to you Mm -hmm. and it was basically like you you can listen to him like if you want but like you already know this stuff and me and you have already hashed this stuff out. Right. And so he's talking to people, but it's just not you right now. That's so good. And it doesn't mean he's not going to in the future and maybe he will, maybe he won't. But God literally was like, like, I just want you to know he's not talking to you. And I even went and tested it because, you know, I'm hard headed and I'll be listening. Exactly. And, you well, know, and God, like I said, God wasn't saying not to listen to him, but I went and like listened to a sermon a week same. after and it didn't hit the same. And I was like. I actually do like know and understand to a deep level exactly what he's talking about. Exactly. He's definitely not talking to me. Yeah, because I, I agree. Side note, I love how, how I've watched him grown because I yes. feel like a lot of the stuff that, that he was preaching at the beginning was like basic level stuff that I already knew, but I just needed reiterated. Right. And, and I understand that like you, you grow past that and you need a different kind of word, but he still has people like let's go back to your our Justin Bieber example yeah. okay so so people want to like pretend that that doing things that this man who obviously doesn't live like what your definition and I which I really for real for real, if you want to argue it about Justin Bieber please hit me up in my DMs because I will because this man canceled his whole world tour just so he can go get baptized and be a disciple so fight me about that but anyway but let's read let's reiterate your view <laughs> of what a Christian should look like okay so he doesn't live that life but somebody who would have never looked at an artist that you co-sign with an artist that you agree with would have never heard of him would have never done anything listen to his music even if you don't agree with his lifestyle or whatever he's done in the past how do you know that that one person who got reached doesn't outgrow justin but he would have and and moved to to like some state of like a pastor himself out here a missionary or whatever all because the word got planted in his heart the seed got planted in his heart by justin's music and was watered elsewhere so again it boils down to mind your business and especially when you're trying to like convict people or whatever we're we have to stop we have to do better at from um adding to and twisting god's god's word and starting john like rumors yeah and even to your point Kristen, about justin bieber and things like that it, even if they didn't become a pastor like think about about it this way i i didn't listen to any of his music so whatever because right. again he ain't talking to me so let's say somewhere in like his christian song or christian album he talks about like helping people what if somebody who is a self-proclaimed atheist agnostic because they heard that they listened to it because they love justin bieber they heard it and they were inspired to give or donate or help somebody yeah or give a homeless man something even something that you know what i mean like that matters like then the purpose of the song or whatever was fulfilled it was that i mean that's literally a reflection of god's kingdom yes so mind your business stop stop adding into to god's word what is not there stop taking out what is not there or what is there stop 
spreading rumors and just mind your gosh damn darn business. Yes. I'm I'm sticking with what Janae said all season. If look, if their number is not in your your phone, Mm-mm. you can't hold them accountable. Nope. Mind Pray for them and move on. Mind Joe's business. Matter of fact, let's take that up a level. If you have not utilized that number Hello? within the past what one week to month max yeah mind your business yeah because some of y'all have my number and we haven't talked in a long time and it's fine but when you see me living a life that you don't agree with mind your, mind your business. business if you have not utilized that number mind your Her. business but that's it that's all i got for my petty peter petty john and <laughs> petty jesus. jesus i absolutely love yes. the, this episode i love this story this series is so much fun well that's all the tea we're spilling today thank you so much for listening and y'all tune in next episode the last monday of every month and please 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 stay connected with us we'd love to hear from you make sure you follow us on instagram at kjv underscore bible for basics you can follow me individually if you like follow me at my underscore janae time and you can follow me Kristen at underscore call me Kristen. we'll see you next time who we see it